Welcome back to Footsteps in the Attic, the podcast dedicated to all things strange and all things paranormal. Hope everyone is having a great week. This is kind of an impromptu episode, but I was reading an article earlier about an exhibit that Zach Baggins had shut down in his museum due to multiple visitors getting sick or feeling the need to have medical care. And it was the exhibit known as The Devil's Rocking Chair, which in and of itself has a long, dark history. It was originally um, from a household where an exorcism took place. And people, after the exorcism, noticed the chair would move on its own and even see the beast, a.k.a. Satan, rocking in the chair. So eventually it wound up in the Warrens Museum at in Lorraine and right before Lorraine's passing she had sold the chair to Zach Baggins. I believe the amount was 67,000 just as a little trivia note. But the problem with this chair is that everyone who dared to sit in it had a lot of problems including severe back pain to the degree where they would need surgery. And if they didn't experience the back pain, they had either some kind of an attack or severe trauma associated with sitting in the chair. So that kind of spawned this episode, which deals with infested or charged objects and what to do when you want to dispose of them. And it sort of bleeds into something that has happened to me personally involving a doll that I'd purchased a few months ago. Gracie and I purchased two dolls uh, several months ago, one of which went to her room, and it was a very benevolent energy. She has since named the doll Egret, I believe after the Game of Thrones character, (laughs) and the doll I got had a more mischievous Um, history to her and her name was Emily and we sort of kept them separate and I would keep Emily in my room but I have to be honest because I believe in being completely transparent I never experienced an overwhelming amount of paranormal activity associated with Emily other than some creaks every now and again When we would speak about the dolls, sometimes lights would flicker or we would have some audio anomalies, but never anything over the top. However, lately I started noticing a lot of, you know, when you look out of the side of your your peripheral and you sort of see a shadow. I saw a lot of that in my room at night. One or two times it's like, okay, but when you see it repeatedly, it's like, hmm, could there be something to this doll? And what really motivated me to dispose of Emily was that um, Gracie would occasionally have some anxiety spikes. And I just thought, you know what, better safe than sorry. If there is some kind of an association with the doll causing it, then Emily had to go. So, what do you do when you decide you no longer want an object of this nature? Well, it's very important, and I'm not saying this doll was malevolent, by the way. Uh, I did dispose of the doll properly. I never burn objects and nor should you because to burn an object can cause that energy to raise into the atmosphere and cause even more havoc. Now, since this doll 
wasn't malevolent. I don't believe it was. I think it was more mischievous. I did what is known as a binding prayer where you invoke the saints. Uh, among them is St. Michael. And then I properly, um, let's just say, um, submerge the doll in an area where it will never be unearthed and nobody will bring it into their home. And again, I'm not saying the doll was bad, but I didn't necessarily want somebody else experiencing something paranormal who didn't want something paranormal in their home because that is not fair. <laughs> um, so Emily is no more. But what do you do when you're dealing with an object that does have a malevolent history? And it's very important to respect the energy of what you're dealing with because you do not want to put your flesh against said object because that could cause an infestation which leads to possession because an object that has a malevolent energy its goal is to possess it doesn't want to stay attached to the inanimate object it's merely infesting it and charging it it wants a human host for instance um, in Ed and Lorraine Warren's museum we all know about Annabelle well Annabelle always had to be dealt with uh, very carefully. It was placed in a uh, spiritually sealed glass. And when their son-in-law, Tony Spera, who is the curator, needed to move Annabelle, he would put large hockey glove-like gloves on just to move the doll even an inch because he knew if I make contact with this doll, it could potentially infest or possess me and he still does it to this day by the way when dealing with Annabelle or taking Annabelle on a tour it is very important no human being makes physical contact with it there was a story about a biker who egged Annabelle on and knocked on the glass and said hey come get me and an hour later his bike exploded and he died um, things of that nature you must approach the object with extreme respect do not make physical contact with the object. If you can avoid it, please do that. <laughs> if you're of the Christian faith, I highly recommend using sage and holy water to then nullify said object. Use some thick gloves and move the object. And again, never burn an object. If you can, bury it in an area where nobody is going to dig it up. And if you do not know what to do with the object and your hands are tied, either contact me or somebody with the background in it who can properly dispose of an object like that. But please, again, I have to stress, <laughs> never burn these objects. I think it's human nature to want to just burn these things. That is not good. Um, certain Wiccans have a ceremony where they do a binding spell. So they don't have a binding prayer, they do a binding spell, which can also be extremely effective. But I just wanted to do this very quick tutorial because some people experience negative things and don't know what to do with these objects. So please just be careful. Next episode, which I believe we're going to uh, do on Wednesday, I'm going to do a Q&A because I've had a lot of requests to do a Q&A again, which I have a lot of fun with. And I'm actually honored that I've gotten so many questions at the email address. So I'm going to give the address out. If you have any questions of a paranormal variety, reach me at footstepsatticpodcast at gmail.com. I'm going to answer as many questions as possible. 
Uh, last time I think I got to around 10 of them, so I'll at least be answering 10 questions. But please send them my way. I love getting them, and I'm honored that you're listening. So please send away. For Footsteps in the Attic, this is Brian Hobson. See you next week.